0: This is Ask BBB. Ask BBB brings you information from and about accredited businesses so that consumers are better informed about goods and services they're purchasing or contracting. I'm Jim Swan and your host on Ask BBB is Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. Good morning, Jennifer.
1: Good morning, Jim. Here we are nearing the end of January and it's at this time of year when we are getting tired of winter Unless you're a skier, of course. But if you're a golfer, spring can't come soon enough. It turns out talking about golf in spring might be good for your mental health.
0: Well, you know, I can't wait for spring to come, knocking at my door. And uh, speaking of who's at your door, a video doorbell can let you see who's there before you open it. And we'll be looking at BBB tips on buying a smart doorbell.
1: Our guest this morning is Johan Kinting, Owner of Golf London. Johan, thanks for joining us this morning.
2: Hi, uh, it's great to be here. Nice to meet both of you, Jim and Jennifer. Um, and uh, actually, there could be some solutions. You might not have to wait until spring to start swinging <laughs> a club.
1: <laughs> well, I was going to say, we are here in the dead of winter, nearing the end of the second year of coping with COVID pandemic. And all of it has an effect on our mental health. So we decided to talk to you about golf. Um, Johan, what does golf have to do with mental health
2: um well i thought about the question and yesterday i had a junior in for my after school program here at the studio i have an indoor uh, golf studio and i asked him actually i said you know what do you how do you feel um playing golf or learning golf or participating in our activities does it help you in any way and if it does how and so i think the answer he gave is is pretty apt he said uh, i'm quoting he said golf is good for me physically it's fun and it makes me feel good and i really that's what informs from the get-go when i launched this business in 2017 uh, that was my primary objective i just i i find that golf is a great way that folks have uh to feel to feel good to feel better about themselves
1: so how does golf london then make golf a year-round activity to prolong that mental and physical benefit
2: oh uh, well during the um, outdoor i call it outdoor and indoor season uh, even though we're in canada um, so what i decided to do uh, i had i have about 132 client base and these folks with COVID and uh, the challenges that, of travel that that posed uh, with the closure of the border and so forth, folks couldn't. We didn't. There was no snowbirding, <laughs> so folks weren't going uh, south. And I decided to take the risk and invest in um, renovating uh, a part of my house. Uh, it's in a, it's a home office like like most of us have. But what I did is I took a I took our five hundred square. Foot garage and converted it into a two bay, a double bay uh, swing studio, wall to wall turf, uh, two swing cages, pro mats, um, and uh, ball flight monitor equipment, tech, basically tech technology to help you assess, to help us assess your swing. But, you know, folks could just come in basically. Um, I'm open at 7 a.m. and I closed last tea time is at 9 p.m. so that I can catch folks before work or after work. It's kind of like a gym. Uh, They can come out and work out their swing before they go to work. Uh, And uh, I mean, we've incorporated all the COVID protocols uh, that are required for small businesses, Um, air, uh, HEPA air air filtration system and different things like that. There's pre-screening. But anyway, it's, it's basically, and there's birds. (laughs) I have a soundtrack. The tech, the golf tech equipment is pretty smart. Um, so when you run the ball flight monitor, uh, you have different soundtracks that you can play. And I have, I have one fella, John. He's an older fella. I was like, you know, you could you could cue up like radio or anybody He goes, nope, I
0: want the birds. <laughs> <laughs> so you get some of that outdoor experience indoors, then.
2: Certainly, uh, the sensation.
0: Great. So so let's talk about things we can do to improve our golf game. Where do you start when you're coaching somebody who's been golfing? For years, but has some problems. What, what's the most common problem that you? Run oh into? wow,
2: Jim. Uh, okay, so that's a few questions yeah. at once. <laughs> um, uh, let me see. I'll, I'll break it down here. Um, what can you do to help someone who's been golfing for a while? Uh, well, basically, as a coach, when I put my coach hat on, um, I watch him swing a club and I watch the trajectory of the ball. I mean, that's that's where you get the information. I don't i don't really care what your swing looks like uh every we're all individuals and we all have different backgrounds we've come to golf uh from from at different ages uh we've had different you know instructors or we're self-taught or we've gone down the rabbit hole of youtube videos um but really it comes down to assessing what you have in that day um, and so i'll observe um following that when you ask about you know what's what are some of the most common or what's the most common uh, swing error uh golf is it, golf isn't just one game golf is like four or five games rolled into one and so you're you're gonna have let's say you have a, a a habit or a hitch in your drive in the long game so that that usually it's the slice i mean and it doesn't matter if you're left-handed or right-handed the slice is a real that's a that's a real culprit um if you're talking fairway game a lot of folks have trouble getting a three wood off the ground it's it's just it's a challenge it's a different swing um around the green that's a different game again It's a short game um people i find there's a there's a lack of commitment over the shot they really get nervous uh around the green and so with a wedge in your hand There's all kinds of trouble. Most people blade it, which means they, they hit the the ball really thin in the middle and it, it just skyrockets across the green. So that's a different set of solutions uh, for that. And then with putting again, people are sometimes self, um, self-conscious or they don't have the confidence. And so people, the, the common one there is people come up short, uh, they have short putts, they come up too short. I, I asked myself this too, I was like, okay, well, those are a lot of situations or a lot of problems. Does it come down? Can you boil it down? And I actually think you can. So if you're interested, I could, I could tell
0: you. <laughs> well, let's do that after we take a little break here, Johan. Sounds good. Our guest this morning is Johan Kipting of Gulf London, c- ca, And we'll continue our conversation right after this short break. Welcome back to Ask BBB with Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. I'm Jim Swan.
1: Our guest this morning is Johan Kinting of GolfLondon.ca. And we've been talking about how golf can help relieve some of our winter and COVID stress. Before the break, Johan, you alluded a little bit to you boiling down the problems with golf to one issue. Can you expand upon that?
2: Uh, Sure. Sure. so as we mentioned the golf is really comprised of different games all in one and as a consequence there's different there's different problems that arise the different swing faults that arise but it it comes down to i think a a lack of confidence over the ball it comes down to a personal it's a a lack of commitment or feeling sure of yourself and as soon as doubt or self-doubt or wandering thoughts start to enter into your mind the what ifs um or if you start inundating yourself with swing mechanics okay if i I remember to do this um it's really hard to connect with the ball in in the right way um if you have any of those things so if you boil it down in my opinion uh it's a lack of confidence uh over the ball and so my job as a coach is to try to
0: uh in a way get Get people out of their own way (laughs) wow so so you talked about uh, the different games the long game the short game the game in the green Mm -hmm. but now you're talking about the the mental game so how do you prepare yourself for that confidence over the ball
2: you start with good mechanics uh you establish a sense of um of confidence uh in having practiced um and and almost a with drills and almost in a mechanical fashion, the same movement over and over again. And I mean, I could expand on that, like in detail, but really, if you have a driver in your hand, there's a set of coordinated motions that you want to adopt uh, and apply. And you want to try to do that almost virtually the same time and time and time again, uh, when you have a long iron in your hands, it's the same thing when you have the short irons, well, they're a little shorter, right? That's why they're called short irons. The seven iron, uh, uh the eight, the nine. And so you need to adjust your, your skeletal structure, your, your physical s- structure, your stature, um, the way you, um, swing will be modified, uh, to accommodate the club in your hand. And so. On a, on a foundation of good fundamentals, uh, and then when you're playing around a round of golf, if you've, if you've grooved those swings enough, you, you put them away, you, you put it on the shelf, you go out and you absorb yourself into the environment that you find yourself in. It, it opens, if, you're, uh, if you allow yourself, you open yourself up uh, to pay attention to the situation you're in at that moment. And so if you've had a bad drive, uh, which we may have, right? Jim, um, you, you, you bag it, you either walk or you get into your cart and you drive to the next shot. And it is a brand new day and it is a brand new shot. And you're going to ask yourself, what's the lie, um, where it's, what's my trajectory, where am I, what's my aiming point, right? Uh, if you don't focus on where you're aiming, your ball could go anywhere. And so. I think I could put it this way: have a fresh attitude for every shot, and that, in my opinion, dovetails into why I think golf is healthy for us emotionally and and mentally. You could argue the point. I know, I know. Like when we're hacking away and we're duffing the balls, it's, it's kind of like this. This is not mental health for me. This is not. But I, I don't know if you could tell just by the way I sound, but you got to keep a a sense of humor you have to invite a sense of humor when you're playing golf and if you do you'll surprise yourself
1: so you you mentioned as you were talking about the the mental wellness aspects or benefits Mm. of golf and you covered things that we've talked about especially in the past week in media uh being outdoors the camaraderie of being with people and making a connection Uh, having a fresh attitude on every hole or every stroke. Mm -hmm. And when I hear you talk, I hear all of the uh, links or benefits to mental health that golf as an activity would provide.
2: Oh, so I, I really deliberated over this. I thought about this um, because of the campaign that I launched recently and because of, um, in response to that campaign, uh, it was a, it's a fundraising thing for, uh, for camps, junior camps. Um, I started receiving emails, and I'm telling you, the content of those emails was was serious and uh, very open and revealing. And so, I had to ask myself, as a business owner, how am I contributing uh, in the in the business model that I've adopted, uh, and in my in in my coaching um, approach? And I asked myself, some you know, am I meeting those targets of of making basically making people helping people feel better about themselves? using golf as an excuse. I mean, golf is just a platform. It's an activity that we can participate in that gets our mind out of our day-to-day. It helps get you out of the, the, the serious, like, you know, problems that, that we're facing, especially over these past couple of years. The process of swinging a club well requires certain things. You have to pay attention. You have to be aware of yourself physically, and you have to be um, invested in in your focus it's like a zen thing i think that helps us emotionally and and mentally because we stop ruminating rumination i was listening to something you had said jennifer that this week you that's been a topic certainly in the media and i listened to something that i found very uh revealing and that is that um ruminating over going over the same thing over and over again uh, affects us. It tires us emotionally and mentally. And as I mentioned earlier, when you're standing over a ball ready to, to hit a ball, you can't ruminate about stuff. It just gets in the way of a good swing. And so, well, when do when do we can you address things that are bothering you when you're playing around a round of golf? Absolutely. And Jennifer, you had mentioned it. You had said uh the camaraderie. And so one of the things between shots, is when real progress can happen. You've hit the ball off the tee. Now it's a long walk to the next shot, to the fairway. What do you do during that walk? You start chatting, uh, you catch up with your buddies. Um, and sometimes because golf is such a distraction, you've had a chance to stop ruminating and stuff percolates subconsciously, and you might just find yourself feeling comfortable enough to go, well, you know what? It's been a really crappy week. And Buddy goes, well, why? And those are the kinds of conversations that can happen because golf affords us the time between shots to get personal.
0: Speaking of time, if we want to book lessons or practice time, what sort of weight should we expect uh, if we want to, uh, take advantage of some of the things that golf london.ca offers
2: oh sure well because we're just coming out of the lockdown um, a day's notice is fine like if you want to book uh, practice time uh, just send me an email or give me a call all the contact information is on the on the website
1: Well, Johan, we want to thank you for joining us this morning on Ask BBB and providing us with some insight into improving our swing, improving our mental health, and getting out with our friends again. Thank you.
0: Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me. Our guest was Johan Kinting, owner of GolfLondon.ca, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. And you can look him up and get all the information about how to contact them when you search for them in the BBB.org directory.
1: Who is at your front door? A smart doorbell can let you know. And coming up next, BBB tips on what you should know before you buy one.
0: And now back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with a host of Ask BBB, Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario.
1: It's fair to say that the technology of this 21st century has touched every aspect of our lives. And in today's world, you can see who or what is at your front door, even when you're not home. But before you install that smart doorbell, you should check out BBB's tips on how to buy a video doorbell.
0: So, Jennifer, what are some of the things that we would want to consider?
1: You'll want to think about video storage, video quality, whether you need audio and how smart you need it to be, and also how to protect yourself from hackers and tech scams. Well, that's
0: quite a list.
1: It is, and each of these headings is unpacked in the article you'll find at BBB.org. However, the article starts off with some essential information that will determine the type of doorbell you install, hardwired or battery-operated. You need to look at your existing doorbell to learn its power source. If it's connected to two small wires, it's hardwired. If there are no wires, then you'll need a battery operated doorbell.
0: So could you install a battery operated doorbell in either case?
1: You could, but keep in mind that the battery operated doorbell will need to be recharged. The upside is that they stay on even if the power goes out. In the case of hardwired, you don't need to recharge them, but if the power goes out, then they don't work.
0: Uh, You mentioned video storage and video quality.
1: Okay, so first storage, The video camera starts recording as soon as it detects movement, so besides people approaching your door, it might be activated by passing cars or stray cats. Some doorbells have storage on memory cards, but of course they can only hold so much, so you'll need to consider whether or not to pay for a cloud service to save every event. Then there's the option of no storage at all, so you only see things in real time.
0: Uh, You mentioned in that, that that the doorbells start with any movement, stray cats, passing cars. I think that could be a little bit annoying.
1: And that is another consideration. How smart do you want your smart doorbell to be? Some of them use artificial intelligence to distinguish between people, animals, vehicles, or even packages. So if you only want to be alerted to people or packages, look into that before you buy.
0: So what about the video quality?
1: There really is quite a range. How well does it perform at night? And what sort of video resolution do you want? Do you want to be able to zoom in and record video to see details? What sort of field of view do you want? These are all things you should consider.
0: And what about audio, is that included?
1: Some, but not all of them allow you to talk to the person at your doorstep, even if you are not home. So you need to decide if that is something you think is important.
0: And you also mentioned hackers and scammers.
1: Yes, these doorbells use your Wi-Fi to connect to your smartphone or your smart home platform. So you need to make sure to take the same precautions you do for any computer or smart device connected to the Internet. So you need to make sure to take the same precautions you do for any computer or smart device connected to the Internet. You need a unique ID and a strong password and use two-step authentication and don't share doorbell videos to social media. And one final tip, Jim, when you set up the doorbell, make a note of the official tech support number in the event you need support. Scammers are very good at faking customer support numbers and websites. So if you do an online search for the support numbers, you could end up on a fake site set up to steal your personal information.
0: Well, thanks, Jennifer. And we'll be sure to check out that information at bvv.org on the website before we go looking for that smart doorbell. But right now, it's time to close the door on this edition of Ask BBB.
1: Remember, we like to hear from you. Contact us at hashtag Ask BBB and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Pass along your comments and send us your guest suggestions. Thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jennifer Matthews.
0: And I'm Jim Swan. Remember to Ask BBB.
1: And start with trust.